Welcome to the Dietitian Collaborative Podcast. I'm Celestina, a chef, dietitian, and total foodie. Each week, I chat with another awesome RD so we can learn a bit more about how diverse our profession really is and how much we can benefit from collaborating with fellow RDs. All right, guys, so sound quality, probably not going to be fantastic today. That's because I didn't realize that my new laptop doesn't have a USB port, so my most sincere apologies ahead of time. Hopefully this still sounds decent. Let's hop into the show. You ever just not want to? Not want to work, not want to go out with friends, not want to respond to messages, just not want to. Man, I feel like I've been not wanting for more than a hot minute now. Some days it's because I slept really shitty, other days it's because of a lack of energy or a sheer I just don't wanna. But real talk, as business owners, if we don't wanna, ain't nothing gonna happen. Especially as solopreneurs. We're the people who do the things, who do the everythings, who do all the things. So what happens when you don't wanna as a solopreneur? I think first you have to evaluate why. Why don't you wanna? Why don't you wanna? Fanta. Okay, maybe not the remix we need. Anyway, this is for sure the first step. Look at the task you have at hand. Is it something specific that you don't want to do? If so, are you putting it off because you don't know how to do it? Because you feel overwhelmed? Do you need outside guidance? Is there fear behind completing that task? Or are you burnt the fuck out? There's a ton of reasons that you could be putting something off or just don't want to do that certain piece of your job. But figuring out the why is probably the most important piece of the puzzle. Side note, if you've determined the reason that you don't want to do something is because of burnout, take some time to chill. I know it's easier said than done, but check out season two, episode one about reflection and releasing. It doesn't hit on burnout specifically, but I do touch on how you can recharge and renew so that you're actually excited about what you're doing. Okay, that was a super long tangent, but let's hop into a personal example. One of the biggest things I just haven't wanted to do recently is to respond to messages on Instagram. You're probably saying, but chill, you're always talking about how important it is to keep conversations going on Instagram to genuinely connect with people. Yes, I know what I preach. And it's super important to connect with people. I don't disagree. But from a human design perspective, I'm not here to respond. I'm here to initiate. So sometimes responding to conversations that I've started or questions that come in can feel daunting and super overwhelming. And for me, I've noticed that it's typically fear-based, especially if I'm talking to someone about a group or community space that they may be interested in. I've noticed that I don't respond back to those people quickly because I have a fear of rejection. And in part, that also comes back to human design. As a manifester, I'm here to create. I'm here to initiate and to bring others along for the ride, especially if they're as excited about it as I am. But in the real world, The only way you can know if someone is is as excited as you are is to have a real conversation with them. I love the conversation part, but when it comes down to if they're in or out, that's where my fear comes in. Of course, we all want to be liked. We all want to be acknowledged. So it can hurt if someone isn't excited about the new thing that you have or doesn't want to be a part of a space that you create. So how do you get around this terrible feeling and leave that I don't want to behind? Fantastic question. I'm so happy you asked. This leads into step two. So you figured out why you don't wanna, but let's turn that into doing something about it. Let's be clear. I don't have the perfect resolve to this, but what I'm learning to do is to talk about the fear out loud. Sometimes it's to myself. Sometimes it's on a podcast episode. 
like this one. Whether your reasoning for wanting to do something or not wanting to do something is fear-based or not, talking through it and determining why you don't want to do something can be really important and super helpful. If it's easy to talk through it, then speak out loud. Maybe record it in an app on your phone. Or this would be a great time to talk to your business bestie or business boo, as I lovingly refer to mine. Sometimes having someone to talk it out with and give you their perspective on can be an absolute game changer to make it through a task that seems overwhelming and challenging or one that you flat out just don't want to do. You know I bring human design into everything I do. So, quick second for me to inform you that if you're in need of a business boo in your life, I'm more than happy to connect you to other dietitians. And if you want continued support from a community of dietitians, and that's exactly why I created the Voxer Community Chat for dietitians, to connect, to work through some of these business challenges, and to feel like they're not alone in being a solopreneur. The Voxer Community Chat starts Monday, September 5th, and goes for three months. That full three-month period is only $99, so if it feels aligned, I would love to have you in that space. They're super intimate groups of four to six RDs. And then if there are more than four to six RDs in that space, then we meet in a larger social setting on a monthly basis just to get to know each other. So if that all feels aligned, check out the information that I put in the show notes. It gives you all of these details. And with that shameless plug over and into the human design side note. Human design side note. Having the comfortability to speak through it can also be determined by your human design. So if you have the throat motor, meaning the third square down from the top is filled in, then you have a throat motor. And if it's not filled in, then you don't. Meaning that you may find it easier to write it down or to meditate rather than speaking through things. Feel it out. Again, determine what feels good to you. There's no right or wrong here. And whether you have a throat motor filled in or not, you may still find it easier to talk it through. So really feel this out. And like I said earlier, if talking through doesn't come naturally to you, have no fear. LOL, pun intended. Get it? Because I was talking about my fears before. Okay. I don't know if that joke landed well. I'm in an empty room and I will never even know if anyone's laughing on the other end. But for real, if talking through doesn't come naturally to you, then you can journal about it or meditate on it or pray on it or whatever feels right to you. The main thing is to let go of the negative energy you have surrounding the task you're putting off or you don't want to do. Letting go of that negative energy in a way that feels good to you may take some time to figure out. Maybe it's going for a walk or exercising or getting a massage or taking self-care more seriously. And maybe you're not able to use the same method every time to get through that task. Maybe sometimes journaling will help, but other times you'll need to go for a run. It's all a process and leaning into what feels good for you is going to be the key. Step three, developing long-term strategies. Whew, I am not a strategic must write every step out planner in any way, shape or form. Actually, prior to learning about my human design, I forced myself into following a plan to the T to be super detail oriented, but that didn't feel right. Truthfully, I've always struggled with mapping out the details. It's always felt like I was working too hard to plan things out. And it was a great reassurance when I dug deeper into my design and found out that I'm not here to be super specific about things. I kind of look at the overarching idea. Side note, that does not mean I'm not type A because I'm pretty much very type A to a T. However, I've learned that giving up some of the need to get down to the nitty gritty details actually feels a lot better, right? Like I still need 
precision and to do things at max capacity to like my liking. However, not getting stuck in the details has been such a game changer for me. An actual real life example of all of this, I was working with a business coach two years ago and she wanted us to map out our lives in as detailed a way as possible. Basically, it was like a book about you from the future looking back on all of the things that you've accomplished. And when writing through this, I always felt it challenging to map out the specifics. For example, like I knew I wanted to live in a modern apartment near the city center, but my husband and I move every two years, so I can't be like, oh, we're going to live in Providence, Rhode Island along the river in a nice modern apartment with hardwood floors and floor to ceiling windows. Not only because of the unknown every two years, but because my brain literally does not work like that. I can't get down into those nitty gritty details. So I can say that I wanna live in a modern apartment near the city center, but I don't have the details. I don't have all the answers. But when I put it out there, I can trust that if it's the right thing, it'll happen. And I just put it out into the universe. And guess what? When we moved to Germany two years ago, we rented this amazing modern apartment next to the city center with floor to ceiling windows. It could not have been more perfect. But all of this to say, specific might be your thing, but it also might not be. So if you haven't already done so, check out your human design. Finding this, whether you're specific or not, isn't gonna be apparent by just looking at your chart. It's gonna take a couple of deeper layers of learning about your human design, but I can assure you that the more you lean into your design on a very high level, the more naturally these decisions are gonna come and it's just gonna feel so much better. So what does this mean for a long-term strategy? To be able to get through that I just don't wanna and turn it into, okay, I can do this. First off, because I'm not a strategic person, I don't really like the term strategy, so let's call it a possible plan of action. First, determine if the task you put off or just don't wanna do is something you actually need to do for your business. If it's not, drop it. There's no one telling you you have to do everything to keep your business doing the things. If it's not serving you, stop doing it. If it is essential to your business, how can you make it sustainable and something that you actually wanna do? Perhaps you can reframe it and focus on the positive outcomes that task creates. You can make a positivity sandwich. By that, I mean do something that you enjoy before and then do the task and then do something that you enjoy after the task. And the two things that you enjoy don't have to be work-related, they can be fun. If you work well with noise or music in the background, maybe put on a show you like quietly in the background. Fun fact, Friends is my favorite one to get work done to. Or you can put on some good music. Maybe it's a soffleggio frequency that helps you concentrate. Or maybe you're rocking out to Maroon 5, Songs About Jane album, also one of my faves. If this is a task that can be done in bulk, bulk it out. Get that shit done one time a month so that you don't have to do it all the time. Can it be automated? If it can, put some systems into place and automate that shit. And lastly, if you have the funds and it's something you can outsource, outsource it. Like I mentioned earlier in my personal example, a lot of the times I find that fear is holding me back. Fear of rejection, fear of not being enough. So truthfully, for me, the answer has just become repetition of doing it over and over again and making it through on the other side, right? Like making it out alive on the other side. Yeah, it's scary as shit, but to get over the fear, I just have to keep doing it so that the muscle memory sticks and that every time I open a DM, it's not gonna be bad news. 
most of the time it's good news because like 99% of the time it's good news. So it's just the muscle memory of continuing to do it and seeing the positives on the other end. And if I can do it, you can do it. Two years ago, I would have been shooting on myself so hard about putting off tasks or having fear behind the task. Gaining a better understanding of myself through human design and the understanding of my why behind my decision-making and why I feel a certain way when I have a certain task in front of me has helped me in scheduling out my days and giving myself the grace on days when I'm not feeling it. I've learned that I don't have to be 120% all the time and that quality sleep is really important for a successful day and so that I can have a positive outlook on that day ahead. These are the things that human design has taught me and obviously it's gonna be different for every single person out there which is the really cool part about human design. But we're all gonna have our own lived experiences through our human design journey of unlearning and embracing, which is why it's such a cool tool to incorporate into our lives so we can gain a better understanding of ourselves and allow that knowledge to flow into how we run our businesses as well. Just in case you didn't know, there's always a link in the show notes that you can discover your human design. It's totally free, I don't get anything from it, but I love to be able to provide you with this knowledge and the resources and then obviously geek out about it with you if you're down when you find out about your human design. So if you haven't done so, please do so. Guys, it is beyond enlightening when you can start taking those first few steps. And then hit me up on Instagram at The Dietitian Collaborative and I'm so down to geek out about it with you and answer questions you have because it can be a lot. Lastly, starting the week of October 3rd, I have another session of the CoLab Roundtable starting. It's six weeks, a super intimate space for 5RDs max, and it's a space where you can harness your human design, unlearn the shit that's not serving you, and incorporate the pieces of you that make you super unique into discovering your superpowers so that you can run your business in a way that feels good for the long term, rather than having to put every single strategy that everyone else out there is doing into place. Because truthfully, they may not be for you, and it's okay you can figure out what does work for you. And I'm here to help that process and procure the people and the resources to help you along that journey as well. Links are in the show notes for all of the things. And I'm always down to have a coffee chat about the collab roundtable or just to learn more about you. And obviously to answer any questions that you have. Real talk, this is the most meta podcast I've recorded in a while. This is how I've been feeling this week and I hope it resonates. I find that when I talk about things in the moment, that this is what people need to hear in that period of time. So if this really resonates, hit me up on Instagram or shoot me an email and let me know how it hit. Until next week, when I will be talking with Joyce Faraj Adura. She is a PhD, MS, RD, all of the letters. I love it. She's an assistant professor at a university and she also teaches coaching skills to dietitians. Guys, we had a fantastic conversation and I can't wait for you to hear it as well. Until next week. Mm-hmm.